Well, with just days to go now until the start of the Quick Fit British Touring Car Championship, too much to the relief, I'm sure, of the teams, drivers and, of course, the fans, many drivers will have their eyes firmly on the prize. And one of them looking for a second BTCC crown is Ashley Sutton, who starts this season with a new teammate and a joint campaign between Laser Tools Racing and BMR Racing and, of course, a new car. And I'm delighted that Ashley joins me on the line. Um, first of all, Ashley, thanks for your time. I know You've been pretty busy of late, haven't you? Everybody thinks that the driver's been having downtime, but that's far from the case. Uh, yeah, it's um, for me, it's been a very, very busy COVID, shall we say. <laughs> um, I, I started a new company back, well, middle of last year, and it was one of those companies that thrived from COVID. So, yeah, it just made me extremely busy um, and, and still am, to be honest with you. <laughs> and I guess you're now sort of getting to that point where it's getting close to being serious again and you've got to find some headspace to to focus on on the job in hand because you've got a, a, a good task on, on your hands with, with getting to grips with the new car, which I know you've been enjoying. Yeah, it's it's not, a, I wouldn't call it a juggling act. It's like you said, you just got to put your priorities in place um, and really get to, like you said, get yourself in the zone ready for those race weekends because Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday and potentially Thursday, you're you're in work mode. So you've got to be able to switch between the two. Look, we've got a, a new challenge ahead, so I can't wait to get going. New car, new teammate. It's uh, for me, it's like exciting times for sure. Let's talk about the the new uh, car, the Infinity Q50, which uh, you've had a limited amount of time in, but I know that you you've been impressed with, and you had a a pretty good Snetterton test, didn't you? What's what's your feeling on the new car, rear wheel drive, and uh, and, a, and a new piece of machinery? Yeah, it's as you said, limited running. We we did literally a very small handful of laps um, at the media day. We then that was then followed up by a test the the day after at Brands, but. In those between those two days, we did nine laps, believe it or not, yeah. um, and then obviously COVID happened, so it completely parked what we were, what we could do, um, and it wasn't until, like you said, the SNET test that we actually got a bit of a true reading. But unfortunately, the heavens opened and we didn't actually get that the dry running that we we really wanted. So um, yeah, despite the lack of dry running, I'm I've been very very impressed with the car in in the wet it's uh yeah for me it's it's ticking a lot of the boxes that's for sure and of course we've got a new teammate in uh aiden moffat who ran the car and has done some of the development work on the car already you get on well with aiden don't you yeah we've we've obviously since i've joined the touring cars we've sort of always got on um and for me we've got obviously that friendship away from the track we we've obviously been on holiday together and, and stuff like that so um to, to have that and then we can both now switch our heads into to race mode and essentially work mode um, and work together and, and develop what we what we can out of it. Mm. It's going to be a strange season actually isn't it because we've got a late start and therefore a late finish and the, the seasons will be closing in around us but also we've got back-to-back weekends um, which means that uh, certainly for the third race of each weekend everybody's just going to have a little eye on whether or not they end that weekend with a damaged car. Uh, yeah so obviously <laughs> I think for me this is where us as drivers have got to show our professionalism. Um, at the end of the day, you like some of you fans at home don't realise the effort that goes into the cars between each meeting. So normally a two-week turnaround can be a stressful time for the teams. Mm. Suddenly they're trying to do it in three to four days. 
as well as driving to tracks. Um, so us as drivers, we need to respect that as much as we can because if we don't, it's only going to like we're only going to dampen everything and make it a lot lot harder for the team. Um, we could potentially turn up on a Friday of an, the next event and the guys are still working on a car rather than doing other stuff that they they, they normally do. So. Mm -hmm. From a, a driver perspective, I think we won't see the normal race free. <laughs> oh, I'd like to hope so. <laughs> um, but for sure, I'm, I'm, I'm obviously going to be thinking about that. We've got two free meetings that are all back-to-back -back weekends. And um, yeah, for me, it's that's going to be a, a key, key element. Starting at Donington, which is uh, is a track that many drivers like. There's the odd ones who, who don't like bits of it. But it's a, it's a good place to start the season, isn't it? Particularly under the, the new sort of uh, truncated season that we've got. Yeah, I, I I think Donington's a perfect season opener. It's not tight and twisty. We don't get too much carnage, shall we say. Obviously, Brad's <laughs> Hatch, when it's the indie layout for the opening round, everyone's a bit fiery. They've been out the car for a very long time. And um, yeah, I think getting your elbows out, you know, it's like it's not, it's a real tight and twisty track. So mm. to be in a bit more of an open, fast-flowing circuit like Donington, it, it does change the, the start of the season to some degree. And you can, well, last year, we got off on a good foot ourselves. So mm. um yeah, there's a couple of things um, that are going to be key to it. Mm, season ends again at uh, Brands Hatch, where, where last year you had a, a race win. But this year we're going to be going into it in potentially in twilight, in the cold, low track temperatures, uh, four corners. <laughs> it's yeah. going to make for an interesting... Well, I'm, I'm trying to wish our season away already, which is not the case, but it's going to make for an interesting end of the season, isn't it? Yeah, I'd be, I'm going to be completely honest. I much prefer having GP as the, the finale, and that's just a personal opinion. Mm. Um, I'd much rather see the two back swap back round to normality, shall we say, um, because it always brings exciting racing for the last race at the GP circuit. But I might be proven wrong. We might have that, like you said, with a, a, a mix of running under dark, uh, the, the cold weather potentially potentially wet weather, maybe snow at that time of year. Mm. Um, it could really spice things up. So whether that's why they've done it, I don't know. Mm. Just looking uh, ahead to the season and the sort of the frame of mind you're going into it in, you came into the British Touring Car Championship. You won the British Touring Car Championship. I think, I think I'm right in saying you might have been the youngest champion since 1966. Is that right? Yes, it, uh, <laughs> it was a long old time. I can't remember the actual year, um, but at the time, yeah, it was. I was the second youngest. How much, uh, when you go into subsequent seasons, and last season was sort of as okay, I, you know, if, if you don't mind me saying so, on the, on the occasions when I've spoken to you, that I, I sensed there was a bit of frustration in, in your season last year. How much of that have you been able to put in a box and, and come at it now fresh and, and say, look, you know, I was the youngest, I have won it, but I want that, that second crown. You know, how much of that it goes on in your mind? Uh, a huge amount, to be, to be honest with you. And the feeling I've got now is the feeling I had when I jumped from the MD to the Subaru. So I have completely hit the reset button. I've had, in some ways, not stressful, but like you said frustrating couple of years mm. um we've we've had potential to especially in 18 we had potential to actually try and claim or be up for grabs of the the second ground but knock hill didn't go to plan which just completely threw that one out the window and then last year we got off to a fantastic start and it just slowly faded away and mm. for me it was as much as i love the car that we were in then it was uh it was time to call it a day so 
I've hit the reset button. I feel like I've got a fantastic car behind me. Uh, a great team um, with a combination of, like you said, the BMR team, all the guys that worked my car last year, as well as now the additional laser laser tools racing. Mm. Um, the collaboration of the two. We've got a nice little outfit and it's working well. Um, lots of stuff being bounced back and forth. So it's, yeah, it's very, very, very exciting. And it's left me feeling how I did in seven, at the start of 17. Well, that's that's good to hear. And that's a, a good place to be, isn't it, going into what's going to be a very short, very hard and very competitive season. Everybody is want to going to get uh, points on the board uh, early doors. Yeah, exactly. And uh, these first four races are going to be crucial to that championship. Um, and for many reasons, one we've already touched on, but um, just momentum. Obviously, if you come off a bad weekend, you've got to pick yourself up. And, and reset and go into the next weekend with a fresh mind. But if you're on a bit of a, shall we say, a win streak or a good <laughs> solid points, then that's just going to keep rolling until that bad luck happens. And in British touring car racing, bad luck is a big part of it. Indeed it is. I don't know if you're superstitious, but I think that the, the season that you won the championship, you didn't score any points in the first round, but then had six consecutive wins, didn't you? That was cool. Yeah. <laughs> See, that's, it brings a smile to everybody's face thinking about that, because it was a great season for you for obvious reasons. Yeah, and I'll be honest with you, we, obviously we started that year with a few issues, and, and it's quite frankly, we, we were at the back of the grid. Brands out, we were scraping away to, to get anywhere near points and, and, for example, a few other tracks moving forward. Um, like Donington, we actually got excluded from qualifying. So there was loads of things that went against us at the start of that year. And it was that was where I kind of, in some ways, matured as a British touring car driver. It was like, okay, you've had all the bad luck, time to reset and make the most of what we've got. And that's when you sort of saw in some ways, a new light from me. Um, that hunger really showed in terms of, I want these race wins because it's the only way I'm going to get back to the top. Mm-hmm. Um, and it paid off. It was one of those that things started falling right. Obviously, it was absolutely spot on up to the point of Silverstone, race three, with, or race two, I think, with me and Colin, um, where I got put to the back of the grid and suddenly we've got a dampener on such a good run. It's just one of those things, and you've just got to always pick yourself up. And like I said, I think that's going to be such a key part to making a well a good start to this season. Mm. BMW's obviously made a big impression last season. They were, many people say, dominant. They were certainly very confident at, at nearly every round. Are they? Are they still the sort of benchmark, if you like, to beat? Uh, yeah, for me, obviously, a Collins a benchmark driver to driver, but car to car, they have very similar characteristics um so yeah the i'm i'm not solely looking at colin because there's a lot of drivers that have jumped in different cars this year but if you're looking at a true comparison that's our true comparison but there are i can well i used to be able to say there's five drivers that i'd focus on there's now more than i need two hands that i want (laughs) to sit and focus on but it's good that for me is where it's going to spice things up um and that's what we want Mm. So the Infinity is a very, very nice looking car. Um, it looks like a proper touring car. It looks like a racing car and the livery is, uh, livery is good. Um, are you still feeling your way with it in terms of the minute detail? Or have you got your head around most of the car, I guess is what I'm asking? Yes, essentially, I've worked quite close with um, the guys who so I watched them first arrive at 
uh, Willie Paul when they were literally just a, a row car. So I've seen it from day one to the day it rolled out at media day. So watching that progression and seeing the the detail that's gone into it, I've been not involved because I've had no, well, I say I've had no input. I, I've had things put my way and given my view on it, but from a driver's perspective, um, but I know the knowledge and information that's gone into that car and there's a lot of things that we've looked at a lot of other cars on the grid that we've tried to sort of pull some information from and and have a little look through and um i i for me it, it like you said it's a proper touring car it's the right shape uh it's rear wheel drive it's it like I said, it's pretty looking car and knowing the technical side that's behind that it fits the bill very very well mm. Have you got an idea in your own mind already where you'd like to be after um, qualifying and the first race at Donington? Ah, very, very <laughs> the, clever. The front, obviously. Yeah, but... exactly. <laughs> Put me on the spot, why don't you? So, look, if I've sat here and I had a load of drive running, I would for sure want to be coming out the blocks quite quite strong. Um, but we've literally done, our, our amount of laps we've achieved in the dry is ten, uh, 20 laps. So, nine of those were spent what we class as dicking and clicking if that makes sense mm -hmm. and we we don't get actually even you don't even get to a push lap so we've done 10 push laps in the dry in that car so it's going to be going in a bit sort of on the back foot but i i want to try and come away with at least well i want to try and be in the top five come qualifying um i'd love to sit here and say we'd be fine for pole but just due to the lack of running um I want to try and at least point the end of the grid. Fantastic. Not long to go now. Uh, what's the last bit of prep that you've got to do before you get in the car and head up to Donington? Uh, so next week, I'll, I'll head down to the factory, see the guys. We'll run through all different run plans. I did that. I, I pretty much try and do pop to them every week. That's my sort of aim, just to keep in the loop, see what they're up to. Um, but yeah, as of next Wednesday, I'll probably go up there, go and see the guys, run through all the plans that we're looking at doing um and then we'll roll into sort of what we class as a shakedown on the thursday where we just go and give the, the cars a run at millbrook um and and just do a little shakedown there and it's pretty much just what we class as installs making sure it's all running right because the boys fully strip the cars down between yeah. a test to a race or a race to race so it's more the fact that we just don't have any technical issues come fp1 yeah. um but then, yeah, as of as of sort of for Wednesday night, I'll shut off from everything else other than racing. <laughs> it's going to be odd as well, just finally, isn't it, in the in the paddock because we've got to do social distancing and there's there'll be sort of limited crowds there and the hospitality won't necessarily be happening and and everything. It, it's all just going to feel a little bit strange at first, isn't it? it I don't know how it's quite going to be from a, a driver's perspective because it's a fantastic feeling. You're sat on the grid. We're all just waiting ready to go and you can see these fans around the track and obviously with the limited number and, and lack of and social distance it's going to look a little bit different mm. but on the other hand we're all still racing where it's going ahead that's the important thing mm. um there's going to be those little bits where we can't do driver sign-ins and have that interaction with the fans but at the end of the day they can still flick the telly on mm. and they can still see us so 
at least we've got to that stage rather than sitting here twiddling our thumbs. <laughs> Ashley, it's been great to catch up with you. Thank you so much. I know you've got plenty to uh, to be getting on with before we head up to Donington, but the very best of luck uh, to you for this, uh, this new, very odd season coming around. Uh, and I look forward to catching up with you at Donington in about oh, under a week's time, a few days' time. So for now, Ashley Sutton, many yeah, thanks. Yeah, exactly a week we'll be there. <laughs>